What's up, my lovely people? You are tuned in to the Esteem Room. This is your host, Kim G, with all the energy. And I'm back once again with another episode. Listen, your girl had a good week, okay? A good weekend. I just attended Taylor Nicole's Women's Empowerment Luncheon. And let me tell you something. It was lit. We had vendors from all over. We had lipstick lines, lash lines, t-shirt lines, consulting brands. I mean, we had it all. I was actually one of the panelists um, for the luncheon, for the Women's Empowerment Luncheon, representing the esteem room. So you know your girl showed out. Listen, you know I told everybody about y'all and us and how much you all have supported me so thank you thank you again for just tuning into the esteem room leaving us those ratings those reviews subscribing to us we are available on all platforms and so continue to tune in continue to share this podcast let me tell you something today we are talking about social media versus reality And what does that mean? We are going to be talking about pretty much the real versus the fake. Or the fake versus the real. Social media, fake, versus reality, real. (laughs) So we are going to get right on into it. I'm going to share um, a personal story. And I hope you all just tune in, share this episode, and continue to support your girl. Follow us at The Esteem Room. (laughs) Let's get it. So listen, one thing that I absolutely hate is someone who seeks attention on social media. And I say that because social media is just a place for us to socialize (laughs) with one another, share what we do in our everyday lives, you know what I'm saying? But that shouldn't be um, a place for you to do anything for clout. You know what I'm saying? I hate it. And so I just want to touch on the topic of social media versus reality because so many of us, me, myself included, um, sometimes we go on social media so much to share the good. And I just want to share a story time with you all because I want you all to relate to what I'm saying Social media is a place where, yes, we engage with one another. We share our pictures. We, we you know, we share quotes. We, we, we share what we're traveling to. We, we talk about what we eat, working out, you know, and everybody sees the good. But let's talk about the reality of who we are as people and what are we really doing outside of social media? Are we truly happy outside of social media? I was, um, I was looking at a Facebook video. And I will find this guy's name in a few. He does a lot of different videos, talking, doing a lot of scenarios of um, a man and a woman being in a relationship. And this particular episode talked about how this 20-year-old, 20, 20 roughly, aged woman was, in, was involved with a sugar daddy, quote-unquote, and how she was like an Instagram model. She was famous, and she was getting all of these likes. And as soon as... The sugar daddy, quote unquote, came around her whole mood change because she realized that he's supporting her lifestyle. And granted, no, that's not everybody's situation. But believe it or not, that is some people's situations. 
the only thing they want to do on social media is put out the things that they get, where they where they travel to, the expensive restaurants that they're eating at, the, the nice cars that they're driving, and they are really depressed and stressed and crying every night. And so we are really going to touch on that today. So stay tuned. Dahar Man is the individual who I was just speaking on that does the motivational videos. He is a motivational speaker and entrepreneur, and he takes some of his life experiences and turns them into he turns them into videos um, and just giving people like life lessons on how to not judge people, how to treat people right, um, knowing your worth. I mean, he does it all. And he's on Facebook and he has a lot of inspirational videos. So I really would um, encourage you to check him out. So in other words, with my experience, quick story time. When I realized that I was pregnant with my baby girl back in 2016, I was living a lifestyle where I didn't have any responsibilities. Granted, yes, I had rent. Yes, I had car payment. But that was it. You know what I'm saying? I was living a lifestyle where I can go to the bar and spend $150. I could go shop and spend $500 and, you know, like it's nothing. Just go wherever I wanted to go. Travel and, and not be on anybody else's time. Or dime. <laughs> so that was my lifestyle back in 2016. I had got a brand new car in May. And I just remember October 2016, Hurricane Harvey came around. And I remember my job having a audit. And I was one of the interviewees. And I was on there. Did my interview. Went to my brother's wedding. Had a good time in Louisiana. Came back. Hurricane Harvey, they said, you know, you don't worry about coming to work because of safety. But then it ended up being don't come to work because they found some deception in this in this audit and they needed to review. So nobody is to resume service or render services to your clients. And I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be just like a little two week break. No problem. I get paid that Friday. So I'm continuously living this lifestyle and. I remember maybe around the 13th or maybe like the 14th of October, they told us we'll, we will not return indefinitely. And you're talking about in a in a drop of a dime, my life changed. Like what? I'm not going to be making this. I'm not going to be doing this, this type of work. I was getting 108 hours each check and getting paid this amount of money. And in reality, I wasn't, I wasn't about to have that anymore. And me being from a very supportive family, I never had to worry about going without something. And so it was very hard for me to accept this situation that I was going to be, be in. So I had two other jobs and I was bartending on the side at a Mexican restaurant and I was working at a clothing store, but that was not enough to pay for the things that I wanted to pay to, to basically take care of my, how, how my life was. And I had to deal with that. Then by that next month, November, I started feeling kind of sick and lost my auntie 
Vivian Bryant, rest in peace, auntie, my grandfather passed, Mr. Henley Bryant Sr. And the day of his funeral, I realized that I was pregnant with my daughter. And after losing a job, losing an aunt, losing a granddad, I quit my other job because I was harassed. The other job was just like gas money, so I just wanted to quit that one too. In grad school, I quit that too because I was so stressed. I was so down and out that I could not cope with all of these changes that was going on. So my life took a whole 360 in a matter of 30 days. So once I realized I was pregnant, I'm like, oh my gosh, I lost all, I've lost all of this. And now I have a responsibility of another person and I got to hold it together because I have a person that I'm responsible for in my stomach right now. I got to be healthy and happy for her. Now, the point of me telling you this story is that was my mindset is that I've lost all of these things and I'm responsible for another person now. I have to keep it together, right? So, so, so often on social media, if people see you happy, they want to, they want to continue to see you happy. And when people go through things, they don't want to let anybody know, oh, I'm going through something right now. This is the first time that I've shared this story out in public. So bear with me. (laughs) That was the first time that I realized that my life was not how I wanted it to be. I hope for it to be or wish for it to be. And my life changed in a matter of 30 days. So now that I am pregnant with my daughter, I'm having to keep it together for, for me mostly, but for everyone, because everyone's so happy of my success, not knowing I just lost three jobs, two family members, and I've gained another body (laughs) in my body trying to keep it together. So that was very, um, hard for me to accept. Um, and so I tried to keep it together as long as I could on social media, which probably was not the most healthy thing to do. And I realize that now, which is why a lot of times we take breaks from social media to get away from all of these things happening to other people that we forget about what we really have and what we actually have and are we truly happy. So during this time, November, or I'll say December 1st, up until February 24th, I hit my pregnancy from all of my social media friends because one, I needed to cope with all of the things that had happened in those past 30 days. I needed to figure out if this is what I wanted. Um, how what I, how if I want it, but how was I gonna cope with it? If this is what I wanted, as in, did I want to be by myself coping with this, or did I want did I need to go back home with family and and get the support that I needed? So I decided to thug it out, stay where I was. My lease ended in February, and I didn't know where I was gonna go after that because I had just lost my job, three of them. So. I held it together as long as I could. And I just remember crying every night that I cannot believe that I just lost all of this in a matter of 30 days. My And I don't know how I'm going to bring another child into this world. So with social media versus reality, on social media, I kept it together. Everybody, all of you, really kept my head on straight because I was getting so many comments about 
Oh my gosh, you look so good. You haven't gained any weight. I want you to carry my baby for me. Um, what are you doing? What ex- what are you eating? And it made me feel good, but I was I was I was also overwhelmed at the fact that all of these things was were happening and I didn't let any of you know, but I'm giving you all the good in my life on social media. But in reality, I'm really hurting. I'm crying as I'm reading this. I'm I'm stressed. I'm having panic attacks as as everybody's texting me about or, or commenting or sending me DMs about how good I looked. And the same can go for someone who's lost 100 pounds. And they're thinking that all of these things are going to go away when I lose this weight. Now that I've lost this weight, I'm getting all of this attention. I wasn't ready. And so me losing all of these things, my jobs, my family members, and being pregnant and having to deal with this, once I announced to the public, it was just like, oh my gosh, an overflow of, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, who's the dad? Uh, Are you married? Oh my gosh, you don't even look like you're five months. OMG, what are you eating? Can you carry my baby for me? Have you thought about being a surrogate? Like... All of these things are very overwhelming for someone who is already coping with a lot of loss. Sometimes we need to be mindful of what we say and how we say it, even though those were not mean things to say. But we, ha- we also have to be cautious of, before I say this, let me think that maybe this person is going through something. And while it may make them feel better, it may not make them feel better. It may make them feel more overwhelmed than they already are. And I would say honestly and truly, I was very overwhelmed at the fact that one month I'm making about $5,000 a month. And with the matter of 30 days, I'm making zilch, (laughs) nada, zero, nothing. Okay. Six months ago, I just got a new car. Six months later, I'm getting free clothes from, um, a women's uh what am I trying to say a women's like health clinic for babies I'm I'm trying to sign up to get a free car seat I'm taking parenting classes I'm on wick I'm surviving off of egg and cheese sandwiches on my wick I'm 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 getting Medicaid while none of those things are bad and none of those resources are bad to have but when you're when you are used to a certain lifestyle those things can humble you very quickly so while I was eating at at Ruth Chris and going to 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 the mall and and being able to travel to to Florida and then this this 30 days later I'm just like man I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with this last $5 in my account do I go to the dollar tree and and get five things that I can eat on for the rest of this week or do I just go ahead and get this 4 for 4 from Wendy's and just ask my mama tomorrow can I have x y and z we have to really sit back and think everything that someone puts out on social media is not the truth and it's not it's not their it's not their truth and while some people do have, do have good lives, everyone has has the opportunity to have a good life. We have to realize, though, that just because someone puts that they're in Venezuela does not mean that they're happy. Okay, they're happy for that moment. So, another thing I want to point out is being mindful of what you say 
to people when they are transitioning from one point in their life to another. You don't know how long it took that person to get there. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening and taking notes, make sure you write this down. Never compare your chapter 2 to somebody's chapter 10. I read that somewhere. Someone shared it with me and then I went to go read it. But never compare your chapter 2 to somebody's chapter 10. You don't know how long it took Mary Jane to get this business. It might have taken her 20 years to get to get this business. And you're on, what, week 3 or year 1 and you're, you still are in the planning phases. That's okay. Don't compare yourself and your success to someone else's. And a lot of times we log in on, log in on Instagram and we're going through it with our man and Oh, I'm going to kick him to the curb. And then you see a meme or you see Michelle over here dogging her dude out or talking about what she going to do or how she caught him doing this. And this is what she did. And then you're basing your relationship and your life on somebody else's. And it's not healthy for us to do that. So just be mindful of what you take in from social media and also be mindful of what you put out on social media because you can get feedback from people that you're not ready for. And it can overwhelm you. So in the women's luncheon, at the women's luncheon yesterday, um, one of the panelists shared how she lost um, 100 pounds and she got she's getting a lot of attention that she's not used to. And it was very overwhelming for her because she said that she was dealing with some internal issues and she was not ready for all of the feedback that she was getting. And when she said that, it made me realize that, man, I'm one of the people that commented on her page and said, dang, girl, you look very good. And I private messaged her and I said, hey, when you X, Y, and Z, did you this, this, this? Not even realizing that she may still be dealing, she may still be dealing and coping with the fact that she has lost 100 pounds and we are overwhelming her with questions about how she did this, how she did that, when she may not even be able to put it in words. And so when we had a intermission yesterday, I apologized to her. And I said, I don't know if what I said overwhelmed you, but I just want to apologize because I was not mindful of what I said and how that might have made you feel. Because I was just in that situation two years ago when I'm just coping with telling the whole world that I'm pregnant pretty much and everybody's like oh my gosh have my baby you look great you don't even look eight and a half months now like oh my gosh you look so good and in the back of my head I'm nervous because I'm having to go see a nutritionist the diet the the dietitian doesn't believe that I'm eating what I'm supposed to be eating they're trying to give me this this uh regimen for this and they're concerned about the baby being healthy because I haven't gained weight. And But while everybody else is saying that I look good, I'm nervous. Because I'm like, well, I'm not gaining weight. So is there something wrong? Is, there, is it something wrong? And we just have to be mindful of what we say to people when we say it. And I'm guilty of that. I had to apologize to her and say... I don't know if that made you feel some type of way, but I apologize if it overwhelmed you because you 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 just shared your story with the public about how you lost your hundred pounds and everybody's telling you how good you look and how you could do how you can look even better and oh my gosh, what did you do? And that would sometimes force you to go even harder 
to the point where you look sick and everybody's like, okay, girl, slow down, you know? And so a lot of people don't know that I was having panic attacks during my pregnancy. I went to the emergency room one time because twice, actually, because I was so overwhelmed at what was happening. I'm I'm, I'm getting ready to bring a baby into this world and I don't have a job. Uh, don't have a place. Um, I have my car. I don't want to go home with my parents. And me and my daughter's dad aren't together, so I can't go stay with him. I could go to Texas, but then I don't want to have my daughter away from her other side of her family or my family. And so it was a lot of things going through my head that were negative. While social media was providing me with all these positive things you never know what someone is going through and so I will definitely be doing another story time about my pregnancy story or my postpartum story um, and my weight loss journey I'll be discussing that in a later episode but I definitely want to talk about this social media versus reality definitely do not take what you see on social media serious all of the time Because we all have our battles that we are fighting. And it is okay to identify those and seek help for those. We also talked about in this luncheon how to deal with your mental health. How to cope with stress. How to, what to do if you feel like you are having a a breakdown you need some self-care days. You need some of those days to just not do anything and really focus on your mental health. Because a lot of times in the black community, we sweep those things under the rug. And I'm guilty of that. I'm very, very guilty of that. It's some things now that I need to fight. Some battles right now that I need to that I need to fight. But I can be open and honest and say that I'm not ready for those things. But I could also tell you that this podcast is a way for me to release as well. And so while I do feel like it's good for me to to speak, to seek a professional, to discuss some issues that I do have and realizing those that I need to seek professional help as it relates to relationships, healthy relationships, even though our last, even though our last episode talked about how family dynamics play a huge part in our relationships. There are still some things that I need to handle so that I can have healthy relationships myself. But I identify that and I'm able to talk about those things. And when you're able to identify things that you need to work on, that's when you know you have made a big step in your journey into getting over that to recovering and also to get into those things that you want if it's a healthy relationship if it's a better better lifestyle better eating habits weight loss you have to identify some things that trigger you sometimes to know how to move forward you have to identify some things in order for you to move forward and so i really really want to encourage you ladies and gentlemen if you are taking notes write this down do not compare your success to anyone else's And also identify what 
it is that you want and identify who you are as a person before you put yourself out on social media. Identify who you are without social media. I challenge you to take a five-day break from social media. Delete the whole app. And see, can you really cope with yourself and your, and your life and what's going on around you? What's going on in your household? What's going on at work without social media? I'm going to challenge myself on October 5th. Through October 10th, I'm going to challenge myself not to be on social media. And the esteem room is going to be doing a challenge, a social break, a social media break challenge with you all. So please tune in. And um, what am I trying to say? Please tune in and DM, DM us if you have any questions pertaining to this. But we will be making a post soon. We're going to do a social media break challenge and then we want each and every one of you to write a review about how you felt but I definitely want to touch on this topic about social media versus reality because it is real it's a real issue you really have Michelle out here in Venezuela she all in Brazil the Cayman Islands and then when she gets home, she's back to reality. She's back to those bills piling up. She's back to the fact that uh, she's they're saying that she's not performing well on her job. She's stressed. She's about to lose the job. She's about to lose her car. She's having family issues. But she goes away to seek those things, that happy place when she's in those places outside of the country. When she goes shopping, she it's like a void. She's trying to feel. So let's just be mindful of what we put out and also be mindful of what other people put out because sometimes that can be a cry for help. So definitely tune in to this thing room. Subscribe to us. Please leave me a rating. We will be back in action soon. We'll be giving you guys some good episodes in October the month of October is breast cancer awareness month shout out to my grandmother Lily Mae I love you Lily Mae Bryant rest in peace and yes we will be coming to you so follow the esteem room on Instagram DM us tell us what you want to hear also if you would like to be featured on an episode please dm us and tell us what you would like to discuss and we let's talk about it let's make it happen peace it's your girl kim g with all the energy and happy sunday